This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Real good. A lot of client stuff, a lot of stuff. Just fucking. We're so busy. Like, it's just like a hyper. You know, like in that video game where you're going real fast, but then you have like the boost button, you're like, ah! That's the the shit where we're on. How are you, man? I'm good, man. What's been going on? Uh, Chilling, I'm uh, Got the. Video. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I did, man. It was, I promised you I'd look at it. I yeah. really liked it, man. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was fresh. You saw we put some joints on our, our playlist this week? No. Do you listen to our playlist? First of all, he might not know. We, you know what's funny? We haven't really hit it that hard just I yet. Know, We're starting something pretty cool. Put you in there, bro. Oh, man. That's fine. And you know what's funny? Hmm. I asked a couple people in the office what their favorite songs were. Uh-huh. Your fucking song. Oh, shit, man. So I started, so cool. I started this playlist. Uh huh. Honestly, I think that 24-7 understatement to my day-to-day. This notion of, thank you. thank you, this notion of like, my concern that you have a little bit too much perfection in you. Yeah. What do you think, like on, a, like, on some friendship? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really think it's a big deal, man. I really wish I could convince you. But like, look, you're an artist, so like, I'm not trying to convince, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think it's a healthy conversation. Like, I think I'll probably drill it into you every time we know each other for the rest of our lives. Yeah, yeah. I don't think artists realize, like, I'm so good at one thing, which is like the reality of attention and how shit happens, and that's all I got. It's disproportionately, like, the shit that I believe on this issue. Fuck, man. I mean, I've learned so much just through like watching everything you've been doing since, you know. Since we connected. And stuff like that. And like, I'm definitely like. It's, you're more open-minded yeah, to it than you were before. And yeah, and it's a process. Do you consume music? Yeah. And like, you're like, like who do you who are you listen to right now? Like a lot yeah. of alternate and drawing stuff. So like Coyote and... You need to, co- you need to literally DM them and be like, yo, we should work together. Yeah. No, no, I mean every time anybody puts out a joint that you like. Yeah. Because my theory is that if some like fucking country star or some up and coming rapper that Boyd puts you on or some whatever, alternative, or some fucking Bangladeshi kid that you think doesn't fly shit. The reason I say that is my hope is that like one in every 10 is like, yo, what's up, let's do it, I'm coming through, let's go in studio. People need to put out music, man. So Boyd, what's going on? He was saying he'd like to go to Atlanta and see the studio culture there. Because when he told me that he only records when it's time for an album, I was like, I've never, never seen that, man. Oh, huh? So in Atlanta, you know, everyone, here's Atlanta. Monday through Sunday, studio. It doesn't matter, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter if your album, like Jeezy, his album drops Friday, you know what he's doing when he gets back to Atlanta? Studio. <laughs> That's just like a way of life, you know? You know what Richie's doing right now? He's a future in the studio. Every it's like, I think I'm doing a lot more like, there's like shit that I like want to do. Oh yeah, you, you're, do you're an interesting guy because you're like, like you're also a little bit of like, you just beat me to it. You're a little bit of like a holistic artist. Yeah, like I think I'm going to do food con. I think they almost set that up because they're doing it in Queens before sales and like I get to curate like all the food that is coming from Queens to me like, I think you always have to be an EP. The next I, thing I also think back. I also think your food joint is real. I'm sorry, your your uh, merchandise is real. Thank you. I think you got a good eye for that. Thank you. 
Yeah, man, I think about the same one. I put out a fuck, I put out a mixtape this week. The Airplane Project. Man, you're a real tar- you're a real talented artist, man. You need to put out music. But you need to figure out the key is the normal format isn't gonna work for you this minute because of the way you think about it. Like I'll give you I'll give you a good example. Okay. In business, there's shit that I spend months on. Thinking about putting together I pop it out and it doesn't click in 24 hours and I know it's not gonna be what I want it to be and I'm literally onto the next shit. And that's a whole different like mindset where you just like completely deploy the obnoxious humility of the market is the market is the market. Game over. All I know is that like I'm very interested in the collaborations of people that you admire or you're into because I think there's something there. What you need to do is create a system Hold this. You need to create a system where you get the leverage with the end consumer so those fucking guys come to you instead of you worrying about or debating or being curious of what would happen if. Let me tell you something else that I'm gonna really fucking unleash you right now because it's gonna really matter. Let me tell you the biggest mistake you're making in your mind from afar on on kites. You put it on wax. You put real shit that you know means something to your culture on wax. What you don't realize yet is you could say the same shit 79 times over the next nine years in different contexts and ways and still pull it off. There's nothing in the airplane project I haven't said before. That's why D-Rock didn't understand it. Cause he's like, I know this. It's just less polished version of great shit you've said before. That's why I understood his reaction. The difference was the way I packaged the thoughts I knew would penetrate. Absolutely. The fact that you can basically make Cleopatra all over again and call it Brown Princess in 18 months <laughs> on some whatever the emerging EDM fucking joint is. Right. That, my man, I, is liberating. I guess for me it's... Do you, do you understand? Yeah. Because I think that fucked with me a lot, which is like, but I already talked about patience in a video two years ago until I realized, yeah, but if nobody heard it, nobody heard it. Sometimes it's the fourth project of they said the same exact shit. There's so much you could do, man. No, man, I... You can do so much. Yeah. You can do so much powerful shit. Look what happened yesterday. You can social commentate on that from a different perspective that might just be the moment. You could, or you may decide to let it pass. That's all cool. Tomorrow you may fall in love. Like, there's just so much. I don't know. You know, there's so many like ideas I have that are like. That's where, honestly, when I hear that, that's where the shit stops and ends for me. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. If you have ideas, you need to figure out a process to get them to fucking see the world. Otherwise, I literally think the hundred greatest songs of all time never happened. They just pass through John Lennon's head. Wow. Like, right? Michael Jackson just didn't put it on wax. Dude, the biz dev is more, the distribution is more or equally important to the actual song. Like people think, yeah. people think they're gonna make a hot 
joint and somehow miraculously rap caviar is gonna pick it up, everybody's gonna see it, and away it goes. What is your, go step back now that we've got a few minutes. How do you think about songs? Wanna hear seven or eight, like how do you, why, what's your process? I'm not, a, I'm not like a rapper's rapper, right? So I, it's not a two track, I'm just getting in the studio and making a song like Atlanta does. They knock out like four, five, six songs like that. And also that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily interest me. I, good. And I don't like doing shit that doesn't interest me. I used to, because I'm good at it, right? Like I could do, a, I could make a blues song tomorrow if I wanted to. And I could make a panger song another day, which is the the next day, right? If I want to. But it doesn't necessarily mean I should. I'm talented enough to do all of that shit, right? But I don't necessarily like making like straight rap music or things like that. My whole MO is making interesting music like these indie artists that I'm into, like Hiatus Coyote and these people that I really, really am fond of. Yep. And for me, that takes time, right? That that's that's the process. That's the ideas that I start creating, like you know, tides. Well, Cleopatra, one of your favorite songs. Yeah. That took time in my head. I needed to produce that in my head. I was like, how the fuck do I make a dance hall rhythm and put a Indian sample on it, but it not be the lead. How do I do that without like, how, if you took the sample out, is it still a good song? How do you do that? Because in history of anybody sampling Indian music, Indian flute, Timbaland, whatever, you take the sample out, the song's done. It's just the fucking bass drum. That's what it is. And because I think about music that deeply, you know, it's just not like a simple like, oh, I can make a song about cake tomorrow because that's what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think about music like that in this lane. I understand. It takes me a longer time to make like I was listening to Coldplay's Parachutes this entire week and I was like, oh, I'm taking shit from this. I'm about to take like alternative shit and mix it with like trap drums and then sprinkle in like the, the foreign shit that I do. Just because for me, that's more interesting. I could I could wake up tomorrow and do a... What about, right. what about, what about, what about the second you're done hearing that and you've decided that, what about whipping out your phone, hitting the memos app and just talking about what's going through your mind and put it out? Oh, that's cool. What about, what about fucking sharing the process? That's yeah. Right? Like, what about that? Yeah. That's unique. Like, what I think, that's content. you know, one thing that's interesting about, that I'm starting to try to understand about myself is like, I started a long form YouTube show in 2006. Yeah. Like, like Google flew me out in 2006 and was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, like even, you know, obviously I'm thinking about it a lot because of the airplane project, like, I make different shit, man. Daily V's different. Daily V's the start of a genre. Bro, you are like everybody vlogged before, like, what first person. People didn't have a dude fucking following them. Do you know what's interesting to me? Is about how I think about things, meaning, so I hear something like that. I'm like, that's so creative, that's so right. And then I think about leverage. Thank you, right? I think about leverage. I think so much of what I do is to have so much leverage that when I cash it in, something good happens, right? Like, to me, you're a foregone conclusion, success-wise. To you, I'm a what? Foregone conclusion. You will be successful. Okay. It's a foregone conclusion. Okay. Who makes a bigger impact? The artist that stays true the whole way and then gets put on later in their career? Or the artist that 
not deviates or sells out, but the first one breaks out. I'll cut you off right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. You said you said legacy over. Well, yeah, currency. Currency. That's it. Well, listen. Here's something interesting, though. Let me let me tell you something, though. The Beatles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, to me, I'm fascinated by do you gather the attention and then deploy it? Yeah. So, so it's funny. I feel like I, you're doing right. Yeah. What's interesting, I'm actually going to a weird place maybe because I was at a charity event a couple hours ago. I used to think like 10 years ago that I would make a lot of money one day and I'd be a really good guy and be one of those old guys giving out money and now I just give out money along the way. And there's something about like the thought of like making an impact like that I wonder if like, like you think about Gaga or Eminem or things of that nature. Like you look at what Eminem's doing right now. He's making a real, he has a real chance to make a real impact. He's going at it right now. In like a real smart way. And like, a, like I don't know. I, 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 there's something so incredible when you have people listening. Actually, oh shit. There he comes. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Loved having you on, man. People, so fun. People, people are loving it so much. We're getting such good feedback. Really? I bet the internet is just exposing people. People don't want to fucking face facts. People don't want to face facts, man. We're getting exposed at scale. People are blaming social media. It's laughable. I think this is bad, though. I mean, this is this is a lot of this is not. So what's better? I would say the same. Hiding? No, no, no. I, I would just. No, 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 no. No, no. We're talking. I would just say let's let's like let's strike the balance. So I'll, I'll say. I don't know. Nobody. You're the only one on the phone. I'll, I'll say for me, right? I'll give you a prime example right here. So we're having we're all we're chopping it up uh-huh. having dinner. Like the biggest thing for me, just like you, you have to make really really big important decisions and all that stuff. And so one of the things that I try to do, you know, is just have to be logged out of my accounts until it's time to post. You know what I mean? Like that. that. By the way, I think that's phenomenal. Yeah. Here's my thing. Everybody needs to do everybody. Everybody needs to do their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just don't understand what the difference is between fucking reading a stream on the bus or amongst people or like the person who's reading the newspaper or like we consume content. That is a huge difference, bro. When we would watch fucking the NBA and NBC. You wouldn't also. You wouldn't also be looking at booty photos. You wouldn't also be listening to the radio. You wouldn't also be doing all those things. You just you just wouldn't do it. Bro, I, I'm saying I'm listening. Myself, I'm, no, no, listen, I'm, I, listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. I felt that ADD anxiety. And? You know? And I've been like, all right, you gotta, look, it's a push platform, log out. You gotta be about your jokes right now. And you my, gotta be about and, your pitches and, and the show and, right now. And, don't, and, don't be going down that, that rabbit hole is a real rabbit hole. That rabbit hole was consumed by something else in the past. This notion that we were miraculously more uh, productive in 1964 is a huge farce. The end. 
We just did different things. We, we romanticize reading a book or like watching the Cosby show. Like I fucking sat on my fat ass and played fucking Mike Tyson's punch out for an hour and a half, then watched fucking The Facts of Life, yeah. Three's Company. Like it's you just. You wasted time, but you're doing one thing at a time. Which is why I think anxiety was less. You were still wasting time, bro, and getting D's and F's. That's fine. <laughs> but you're doing one thing, you know what I mean? Anxiety is not an all-time high. We're just having a proper conversation around anxiety. People have always had anxiety. How do you feel about this, man? You're in, you're in your bed. The first thing you do is you don't look at your girl you, or whoever. You look at this. Yeah, no. Nah, Come on, bro. I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm super with, from, from You're selling. Habitual, you're selling. Let him, let no, him answer. So you're like, you're leading the witness, bro. Typically, before, every time before I go to sleep, I find myself saying, why the fuck can't I stop scrolling down Twitter and just go to bed? I think as a habitual, I'm, I'm fascinated about habitual, like, habitual acts and con- sometimes you pull out your phone and it's 30 seconds before I consciously am realizing what I'm doing yeah. from a habitual aspect, but I also agree that the habit would just be somewhere else. A yellow pad? So and when is- I see yellow pads, I think smart shit's happening. Bro, this is why, this is my consent. You're an artist? You're doing this? No, it's your life has to be this. Me as an artist thinks that the fact that my man here put a medium at a pedestal is sad. The difference between this and that is zero. It's what's on it. Is it weird that I'm doing this? No, you're like a comic that works. No, 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 no. You're better than this in his language because that's in his language. Yours is more pure and historic. To me, it's all it's all the same shit. I'm gonna start writing in my head because I think it's fucking cool. But then you read like Eminem's book, and that shit like was to the. I'm saying whatever your style is, your style, right? That's fine. I'm saying this new this. Bro, like, by the way, like, I'm not gonna front like as if I'm not in 2017. Like, your boys, I mean, let's be real. Like, I'm not fucking around. Just Google Docs for days. I mean, come on, man. We got, and shit. we got new takes. We got old takes. I mean, it's just, it's just bars. I mean, it really is just nerd indie fucking bars right here. Yo, I think we should go. I think we should go to that tree and carve some of our thoughts into it. Come on. <laughs> Engrave them in a story. Yeah, man. That's how. That's you know. That's the more. We put. We put mediums on pedestals instead of what's actually being put on those mediums. You you have been able to use social media for my you, lo- my you love build, my, you my love for very... social media is zero. I a lot of times am like fuck I'm inside too much using too much tech blah 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 I'm on it fucking it catches me in it I'm in the loop why am I doing this I just want to be outside in the park da, 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 da. but then I'm like well then I can just go fucking do that so that's always my go back to it but there's majority of days I find myself saying I'm fucking sitting here in front of this computer and I don't know what the, the true impact is I want to be outside yeah. I want to be camping I want to be fucking at the if we can, we can evolve and present healthier choices anti-technology propaganda <laughs> dude this was our shit our whole life growing up and now people are like this is my man, fried sugar's my man, my man. Here's you, you can you can have you guys you guys Guys, you can have both. Here's my thing. You're in control. 
do you. But don't shit on the other person's thing. Like I'm not judging anybody else's. Like my whole thing for a lot of people is like people keep throwing things at me like yo this, this, this. I'm like cool. But I'm never like yo. Like I'll never start like yo why are you putting the, the paper in the envelope on a pedestal. I'm just responding. I'm encounter punching on this issue. Like to me life's about choices. I think the thing that's super interesting about social or digital or what have you is first of all I bet you everybody at this table agrees that 10 years from now, we're deeper into the tech world, not further away. Yeah. yeah. Now, do I think there'll be some cool hipster countercultural, like, yo, I'm on a 500 day detox I haven't been on? Of course, because anything that swings, it's like social itself. Facebook and Twitter were open, Snapchat came along, and people are like, yeah, like, you know, it just swings. But the punchline is this entire conversation for me is the continuation of the gross underestimization of the human being. We are so much more capable. Like, like anxiety hasn't happened because technology. Anxiety is happening because we are evolving in the conversations. The conversation around alcoholism 40 years ago was a disaster. Like we're finally having good conversations around mental health. Like I'm thrilled we talk about it more. Like there was, guys, you know how many people, like you know, guys, bullying isn't a phenomenon of social media. Bullying's a phenomenon of parents creating fake realities for children. Like there's a lot of variables that go into this. It's not just one thing. I mean, when I was a kid, bullying, like your parents are getting so involved now that you feel they need to help you out of it, not you work yourself out of it. Now kids have diseases and bullying's extreme. Like I got it, but like but like this thought that like that like we're not looking at the counter angle to this. So for example, the amount of kids that are happy today at 14 because they got their friends on Twitch that literally 20 years ago would have been miserable and would have been sick and would have been depressed because everybody at school fucked with them and they didn't have somewhere to go like Twitch to find their own. We're just looking at the negative. We're not looking at the pro. Here's what I think on the biggest macro and then everything else is secondary. We were full of shit and it's time for the fucking day of reckoning and we're in the, and by the way, we're in the beginning. Shit's about to get way worse. Be specific, I don't know Shit's about to hit the fan for everybody. Shit's, we're getting naked. This is the beginning of us getting naked. We're systematically, over the next two decades, gonna face our fucking truths that we don't wanna fucking face. Like, lots and lots and lots of things. Like, every single issue. There's nowhere to hide. The media, the media, whether controlled by a dictator or by rich tycoons, was the filter of our thoughts. Now, everybody's getting exposed. So, like, first we have to, like, face some real truths like 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 I don't think like we're, we're gonna have to face some real truths man like like we need some real corrections across the board and we're just gonna go through that cycle like everything bad is gonna get out in the open I, I think misinformation is happening at scale and we're not having a Mi- misinformation correct, correction yet. yeah so misinformation was always happening though like let's take that back yeah, yeah. He, here's the most different thing that's happening if you have power you're not safe 
the, the biggest shift today from 30 years ago is if you have leverage, you can't use it right. to control the narrative. All we are is the serendipity of like moments in time. Like I think everybody's like got a really like is gonna struggle because it's a chemical thing. Here's what's always been historic. When you're in the middle of real change, you're always like, what the fuck? because you don't have the backdrop to, right? right? So like, we're in the midst of... We're in the midst of real change. The internet's a real, like this has been my whole point the whole time, and you as like the great historian of my content, which I appreciate, like I believe in this the shit, greatest. man. <laughs> dude, this dude, dude, honestly, dude, like, the, like I don't know if I've ever been more humbled. I'm being dead serious, and like I get flattered, like I'm always like pretty like happy and like surprised, like, oof, it's fucking, you know, like on the 30th, like you're in it. Love it. Anyway. What are those fucking I guess it makes yeah. me think he's super smart that he's yeah. so deep into my One content. One of the things that I love, like what, what I was super, what I was like, oh, this is great, was when you do airport Gary. Because you're just out on the streets, he's just fucking, his pants are down, <laughs> shit doesn't fit. Sometimes his, sometimes the shirt jacket is always tucked yeah. like that. And then this is all pace, but he's fucking hustling. No one don't care. And he doesn't care. Because, and, because, and we, because, and by the way, this goes back stuff. to my point. Because you know, Boyd wears jean jackets. Like everybody's doing dumb everything, shit. Every, <laughs> everything, set, but everything set up for Getty images, bro. Everything I know about Future is his shit is perfect. His jewels are per- everything's perfect. That's true. And what I think he's leveraging, which I makes, which I think makes him unique, is that it's like no, it's not like that. Here's the, the best part. Very dirty. I don't even know it's broken. I'm like I'm like when I hear these stories, I get really excited because it speaks to. A real oh, how, how crazy you look? I put it on wax, I'm like, you're crazy, but I think you're doing a lot of good things. But yeah, you look kind of insane in those moments, yeah. It's when you don't understand the actual, accept, like, it, like it's funny, I hear stuff, yeah, yeah. and sometimes I'm like, I'm real smart, and I really do, like, yeah. I run the extreme of like, being really, really smart, <laughs> and really knowing it, and then being completely oblivious to certain shit, and then I'm so on, and in those two extremes comes what I think you've sniffed out, uniquely, by the way. That's what it is, like, I don't even know when I'm doing shit yeah. sometimes, and other times I really know. What's the macro number you think? So this is this is a fundamental good versus evil. I, I have this fun. I, I fundamentally <coughs> present this issue of what is bigger, love or fear? Unfortunately, and I mean, I just I'm just gonna be real with you guys at the table is that like I feel like fear is like sugar. It's easier to tap into, and you can scale it faster. And love is is a little bit tougher to to execute and scale. Yeah, but that's I, I think I agree. So I, I think, think that's generally human. I think I think Voldemort is slightly yeah. more powerful than yeah. Harry. 50, yeah. 52 to forty-eight. Like I think human nature is be with the fear and then and then give the love to kind of suppress it. So what do you? Th- what's the number? Because here's the thing: it's, it's a gray zone, right? And I think the, the argument yeah. is happening that it's either one or the other. I think evil, I think it's all, <laughs> either all evil or all love. I actually think it's the, what's the series at? I think we're 70, you, 30? I think where you at? 52, 48? Yeah, I think I posted about it a couple hours ago. Yeah. Andrew, just going to respond and react to fear. You've lost. I'm going to get you us on. I think, I think, I think, I think fear wins in the micro and love wins in the macro. Yeah. And I think when we're in moments of fear, it feels so not close. How about, how about and that's what we're in. What's super interesting to me is this whole notion that I really think everybody's famous or the notion of like 
how many people are you famous to, micro fame. Like, it's just the whole thing's being redefined. And so, like, like, I think we might have said in our podcast, like, the fact that I genuinely think the 30 most famous people on Instagram are unbelievably more famous than the 30 most famous people, like, not on Instagram. Like, shit is getting so interesting. I'm fascinated by how famous you really need to be to like go somewhere where like a lot of people know who you are. Like a lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's like that? Like, uh... Like, if, yeah, Drake, exactly. Like if Rihanna walks, yeah, Rihanna. Like you gotta be... Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah. So... I think you, you hang out with a lot of young people. Yes. Why is that? Um, because I really think that this is a very disproportionate time where the young people of our society are impacting from the ground up instead of top down. But can I say something, the reason why I like to hang out with people who are older than me is a thing that I don't have is wisdom. Yeah, I'm the same way. Wisdom is like... Yeah, I just have, I have a lot of wisdom. I have a lot of natural (laughs) wisdom. No, 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 no. Being serious a little bit. Like, like, so what's interesting, you might find this interesting. This is super interesting. Back to like being hardcore about my content, I don't say it that often. Yeah. I spent an unbelievable amount of time as a kid with very old people. Here's what I know, is that we are really, really bad as a as a as a being of like thinking things through in a 360 way when we either like the way it turned out or we don't. So one, you know, it's funny. This has been the theme of our conversation a little bit tonight. My favorite thing, my favorite thing about how I go through all of this is I feel when I lose or things don't go my way that I truly deserve it in such a deep way when you just talk about me losing it all. The only thing, when I talk about that shit, here's my punchline on that. If it happens, it should have happened. I deserved it to happen. And like, to me, that I spend a lot of time thinking about that. I like when bad things happen because I think if I'm gonna enjoy the fruits of the victories, I have to learn from the things that I fucked up on. You have to respect the game more than you respect yourself. Like, like in a weird way, you have to respect the game more than what you want out of the game. Like you have, what? Did you send me a Omar line from the wire? Did you read a lot of Buddhism books or something? No, but I'm super. No, because that takes a lot of honestly. I'm telling you right now, it's so interesting, and I never thought about this about the young thing. I'm like, oh fuck! Like while we were talking, the other part of my brain's like, oh fuck, that's gonna be the punchline. I spent my first 20 years with fucking 80 year olds, and when I'm 80, I'm gonna spend all my time with 20 year olds. It's gonna get worse. What I'm doing right now is gonna get worse. Yeah, please don't do that. Something crazy. It's gonna wait till you see me at 63, being like, hey, 14 year old girl, come over here. <laughs> like, like I'm like that's my, you know. I know. <laughs> Airport Gary's crazy to do that. You'll be like on his knees in front of a bag and be like, it ha- it, 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 <laughs> By the way, no, by the way, like by the way, it happened. Even before I was filming, thank God, I, it was when Snapchat was popping. You're Snapchat right. was popping oh. and I couldn't Airports, tell, right? couldn't see, I didn't know what it was, but I saw literally, exactly, in the corner of my eye a couple times, I'm like, there's some yellow app that these kids are, like that's how I first knew about Snapchat. And I went to the app store and looked for a yellow app, nothing. And I'm like, some shit's going down. That I, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, there's like, there's a party. Like, why am I like yeah. in dorm and like, there's a party I'm not in? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, there's something wrong. So finally, like, I caught it. Like, I saw something again, and I like went in her shit. She's like 14. And I'm like, oh all in it. And then I look, and the dad's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, yo, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 
the first thing that has always worked for me is never allowing somebody to have leverage on you. I miss shit because I didn't want to fuck with that person. That's me too. That would like good. That would like me too. Like that's great. But I don't even. But the the key is to like. I've gotten to the point where I don't even realize I'm missing it anymore. Oh shit! Because you become it becomes practice. Honestly, I'll give you a good example. Look at our table right now. Do you know how serious amount of food this is for so many people around the world? Yeah. Yeah. No, I was. I'm Yes. <laughs> I was like, my parents would be revolted. Right? So I look at this, right? This is how I look at your question. There's so much to eat. You don't need. So I don't think like, oh, I better go like, like for you, right? It's like, oh shit, I hate that person. But that person is the person that plays the record. Or that person picks the playlist for the 84 million person playlist on Spotify or SoundCloud. I'm kind of just like, meh. Like, like I don't even like, like I'm like, to me, this is why if you really break down what I'm always saying, I'm just like, bring so much value to the end person so that you have the most leverage. Amazon gives us the best thing. We all love Amazon because it's the best buying experience. Thus, Amazon will kill everybody else because they're the best to the consumer. I want you in control of the thing that most people see because if you bring the most value, then you have the leverage. Everybody comes to me because I'm giving value at scale with no expectation of anything else. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? I'm gonna give you a real, like something really just hit me. I think you should shut everything out. You should shut everything out. I think maybe you could you could take actually the passwords off your social and um, you know maybe follow my take on the issue. I think you should keep your passwords on and just go reply to every single person. You need to go insular for a year. You, your shit, and your fans, and nothing else. Truth always wins. I don't. It's unbelievable how like. I've never had scrutiny at this level from people I respect or bigger people than right this minute going on and I've never felt more calm about it. It's interesting like how momentum. You did answer my question either. How, I apologize. How you're that, how you're that because I because know what the fuck the I'm up to. Because I know what I'm up to. Like how I am has a lot to do with the way I was parented, where, how I grew up, a million different variables. Mm-hmm. But like in its current state of the union, like this second, I just know how it's gonna play out. But I also think he'd be this confident if he was broke. No, but that's what He's I'm saying. That's, dude. But that's the centered, that's the centered <laughs> part. Like I, I just realized, like even with good shit, certain good good things happening to me now, I thought like that shit was gonna fix like some of the problems or make me feel better. But you know, everybody tells you that shit, but you don't fucking take it in. You know what that? that sh- you know what's crazy? Happens. You're lucky you didn't get pop out because that shit would have exposed it and accelerated the negative. Exposure, like like wealth <clears throat> and people eyes on you, exposes your truths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Money and fame expose who you are. They don't change. People are like, oh, he changed. He didn't change. He was fucked the fuck up. You just weren't paying attention because you didn't give a fuck. I, it's also patient. You know how much I love it, man. Especially when I'm talking 20, when you're talking 24. Oof, you have such an advantage, man. It's, I think people don't believe me, I guess. How old are you, 27? But patience, Gary. Really, you look great, man. Patience is a thing that comes with wisdom. I understand. I'm telling you, wisdom is really important. Patience comes with being broke. 
I think a lot of people who are broke struggle with patience because they just want to get the fuck out. I, I agree with you. I think broke actually creates. Uh, I think it's two ways. I think you could either take it that way or you take it as a person. And honestly, man, I'm always honestly be like this broke shit. Honestly, honestly, this is why I'm obsessed with positivity and mindset and parenting. Like, we can debate this all the way through. If you're good, you're good. This shit is so basic. If you're good, you're just good. Just trying to get people to be good, you know? Like, perspective. Now, I think the big thing that Super Duper Kyle and Russ and all these guys are gonna deal with is the same thing Young Jock and all those guys face in 09 is what is the thing that you do to then, once you have that moment, to have longevity in What's your The answer is very simple to me on this. The truth is undefeated. Meaning, there have been one hit wonders long before <laughs> Young Jock. Yes. Right? <laughs> so, so, my, my thought, bro. Yeah. my thought on this is very simple, the following. Remember that um, Jay-Z interview you talked about? I, I stood in that window as long as I possibly stretched. could. Yeah, stretch. he's the longest. Yeah. yeah. Everybody but else we, is but like, We talked about this earlier when you went, but let, let him finish your thought. Yeah. My thought on this is very simple. Perfection scares the fuck out of me. I'm very perfection scared. Yeah. Okay. I see so many of my homies. That's what I'm worried about with you. Yeah. I'm perfection scares the piss, and I don't know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a quick read. I'm like, oh, I hope it's not that, because if it's that, that's real hard to break through. Um, but I mean, I think the truth plays out. Like, you know, like for example, Trinidad James. I'm super intrigued by him right now, because I think he is like right on the pedestal of the last decade of hip hop one hit wonders and like I'm watching what he's doing right now and I'm like interacting a little bit with him I'm like fuck man it'll be really interesting to see if he's got anything else in the can but my big thing is that being a one hit wonder is better than being a no hit wonder. I really do believe that. Meaning, meaning, it all comes down to the psyche. There's people, back to being grounded, back to you saying Gary you could do that but the 99 can't with like the whole like right? Here's my thing. There's people who've been one hit wonders or child stars. We focus on all the people that got fucked up. We don't look at the macro math. We focus on the 13% that couldn't handle it and exploded in front of our faces without understanding the 87%. There was plenty of stars of Punky Brewster and Growing Pains that lived nice fucking lives and like make funny jokes right. with each other. But, but we focus on McCall. Correct, yeah. correct. Got it. Like to me, it's like when I talk about that when I talked about the sneaker project, I really meant it. I don't know if people like I'm always confused if like people what people are thinking. Like I would have thought it was phenomenal if we were sitting here in 15 years and be like, you fucking thought you could have a like I, there's nothing more fun than having your buddies make fun of you of audacious <laughs> shit that you failed on. Right. Like somebody like you, you said something about Planet of the Apps. Yeah, yeah. I was so like yeah. I was dying yeah, yeah, yeah. because what I was like, I was like, okay motherfucker, I'm literally gonna have a Netflix yeah, fucking yeah, special yeah, that's yeah, gonna yeah. be downloaded more yeah. than you, you fucking comedian. Yeah. Like you either have that, <laughs> right? Like you either have, like, like, <laughs> but this is the truth, I'm giving you my truth. No, no, I you, love e- the you either have that gear yeah, yeah, yeah. or you're like, rah, rah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, no right? right? Yeah. No There's a prelogue to the plan, plan project. Prologue. Prologue. Thank you. There's a prologue where D Rock says it's not going to work, but the good stuff. The verdict out. The verdict's out. I won. Fucking it dominated. I love it. I feel like we shouldn't girl out. It's all there. I have all the The, the energy that you're deploying right now versus the reality of your energy which was like audacious, like post-production, like this isn't gonna work, nobody wants to hear your ums and oohs and I'm gonna clean it up and I'm like, you're not gonna clean anything. I, I actually side with D-Rock on this. Of course you do. I think you could still have- You two Hollywood fuckers. Do you know what I think your career would be at if you threw more non-polished stuff at scale? You'd be in outer space. Okay, okay. Something, I'm, I'm, something I'm considering. You're gonna kill that. No, no, you're not considering it. It's, you're, gonna, you're gonna do it and you're gonna destroy, fucking destroy it. So, you have someone following you? It's less about that. It's just about the thought of. You better start fucking recording in memos when you think about shit, about the process of making songs and put that shit out. Just tweet it. Listening to you like walking down the street right now and be like, Cleopatra, but then I'm gonna take the drums out and fucking, I was listening to fucking Coldplay last night and that new fucking joy and Mike yeah. Boyd sent us that house rap caviar. Oh shit, that was like just eight minutes and 13 seconds of what's going through your dome? Out? What do you think it's six months or a year? By the time the song comes out? You know? You're gonna get them on it before it came out. My turn, my turn. Ready? For the culture. For your culture. Just put some shit out. Here's my biggest problem. Stuff has to come out. Yeah. Like, like so many why people. Why are we debating? Yes. Not, like, I mean, he's mad right about. I know I'm right. You know why? Shit. Let's do something for the culture right now. You guys ready? Like, let's fucking go. Like, <laughs> like two brown guys and a white guy. Like, it's like, it's like, like, there's. Bro, he's ready to go to Caroline's like right like now. Right <laughs> now. Like right now. Like right now. Like tonight, I was, you know, like, but like I had the sweet chicken, and you know, like, I, like yeah, yeah, yeah. here's what I know. Yeah. There's so much good that never sees the day of life. Yeah. The end. You know, you know what the, the little asterisk I want to put on Gary's thing? Is that like, do the grimy shit and put out your studio shit. Oh, by the way, that's the, you know what I call, high-low. Well, that's what we do. We do oh, high-low. Yeah. I missed that, tra- I missed that track. Oh, man. High-low. Yeah. High, don't do shit in the middle. Do your Netflix special, but you should be putting out fucking a one-minute video straight to your fucking face, social commentating on Instagram called On The Way To Work. Every day. I want to hear, that would be the only thing I would consume. <laughs> Your hot take on the day. Right, Roy Moore, Boa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love you, Bama. That's yeah. it, three second video. Yeah. There's just, guys, we are so lucky. We have production companies. We have production companies and distribution in our hand for free. This food. Do you know what fucking Prince would do if this fucking existed? <laughs> like, like, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, you're high thing. That man, that man fucking. Damn. Yeah, no, when he said the memo, the memo shit he said, that was wild. Do you know how mad I was when they found all those songs in Prince's fucking vault? Like, genuinely mad? Those things should have seen the light of day. Imagine how many, you know how much more fun it would be if we had 57 more Biggie songs? Yeah. Just the biggest thing is just like, man. I don't know. It's never been a better time to be an artist. And like, 
I still think you're buying. Oh, he's, he's just saying, and I, I'm taking Please. this to heart as a, as a comedian, yeah. max out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's our personal trainer, he's going max out. Mm -hmm. So I got to max out this year. Mm -hmm. So usually I can write a new half hour, 45 minutes a year. Mm -hmm. Can I do seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got to max or, out. Or, or, with the tools was, of the day, that, ready, that real quick. Or, or, or with, let me just say something real quick. Or if the tools of the day, how many hooks run through your head in a week? Okay, cool, great. Just being honest. No, listen, I love you for that. Yeah. Like, this is the point. My big thing is, I, I think we need to let people into our process more because if we do and we put it out, it may lead to the thing we're looking for. So, for example, I've been talking about Perfectly Parented, the book that I've been wanting to write for like five years. A rare thing for me to be, I believe in it so much, I'm hyping it. Like this fucking guy you just told me about. I feel like I'm hyping this mystical thing. I feel by the time I write Perfectly Parented, like every parent on earth is gonna buy it. Yet, the biggest progress I've ever made in Perfectly Parented, track six, was track six. Was track six of fucking the airplane project. Like it's the first time I really like got like I started putting some of the parent stuff on wax. I'm out. Love you. Oh my god. So glad we did it. So glad we did it. Yeah, I'm really glad this happened. You guys gotta like pull up the clip where you guys said it like we're talking about. Oh, we know how to edit this. D Rock knows exactly how he's gonna do it. I'm gonna say this one of these days. I'm pulling him on stage. It's gonna happen. And I'm it's, saying it right now. Gonna be I'm gonna fucking make people cry. They're gonna laugh so hard. 1 a.m., greatest night ever. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the audio experience. It would mean the world, and I mean the world, if you could go and leave a rating on iTunes. Your word of mouth is my oxygen.